All right. Who's not singing the theme song in their head right now? <laughs> I do it in the beginning now, too. <laughs> this is episode 339 on June 18th, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Greetings, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Surviving? Yeah. Yeah, hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty hot summer weather here up here in Canada. Canada. Yeah. So 50, we'll, we'll, 55 we'll degrees. <laughs> 55 degrees. Seems yeah. like actually it seems like 55 Celsius. It's it's pretty warm. It's about I think today was about 28, 27 yeah. Celsius, Ooh. which would be yeah. I don't know, probably in <laughs> the 80s maybe. The 80s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a couple of days ago it was uh, high as sixty and raining. It was just like, oh, it's June. That's not right. Let's say that's not right for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's Canada weather. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was well, the record low for the year. That's right. <laughs> yeah, oh, in Joe's area. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Like, but it's, yeah. it's time to switch to the ice. T- um, Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, when you have your Tim ice coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, the weather's nice right now. It's gonna get warmer. We're getting into uh, the summertime. By the time you hear this, it'll probably either be the day before or the day of uh, the beginning of summer. And uh, so this is a interesting time of year. But let's uh, let's do this. Let's go ahead and move into a little bit of news. So Dave, go ahead and take it away. Thanks, Joe. And uh, since we're recording this on the 18th, we are just a few days away from uh, the virtual WWDC 20. Um, Norm, of course, with coronavirus outbreak, you can't you don't really want to have hundreds of people together in a very small confined space that you're dealing with. Shocking, isn't it? Yes. Uh, A confined space where you're basically underground breathing recirculated air. That, that doesn't seem like a good idea right hey, now. Hey, so. if we can survive thousands of years of breathing uh, uh, uncirculated air, we we can survive that, right? <laughs> I mean that that was the uh, that's the Fallout video games, right? <laughs> Same idea. We just have to worry about the mutants and the Mothman. So, so <laughs> Apple is doing it all virtually this year. Um, now, they've done a couple things, which is really nice in terms of, I think the, of course, no one knows exactly how the keynote's going to be. That's under heavy lock and key, whether it's going to be 100% live. So if anyone's had Zoom meetings for work or WebEx is for work, live can be problematic. I mean, live's problematic anyway, Um when you're doing something in person, it's worse if you're trying to do re- multiple live things remotely. It did. You're just asking for trouble. So whether the, you know, Tim's going to come out and say, how's everyone doing? We're all happy. You know, we're hope everyone's saying nice. Uh, uh, Tim type stuff he does. 
Um, and then he throws it to a pre-recorded thing from Craig Federici or from Phil Schiller or whoever um, that they maybe pre-recorded and they're just going to load up or they're all going to be live from maybe from their house or who knows where, you know, all we know is this year, no Johnny in the white box. Um, well, he's moved on out of Apple. Oh, okay. Johnny I was, Ive. I was yeah. thinking, you know, he's been social distancing since forever. Why is he not well, doing yeah. it this time? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you won't have him. Yes. We have a wonderful aluminum. Yeah. Uh, going over, but, uh, and the good, nice thing is now I would say if you're interested, if you're to, interested in doing a dip deep dives, um, it, they will broadcast it live 1 p.m. on Monday, like they Eastern 1 p.m. Eastern U.S. time on Monday. Uh, just being safe for everyone, no matter because we don't know where you're at. Um, download the app for the developers. You can you know, pass information's on there. There you can look at live sessions, recorded sessions that it comes out for the entire week or so. Not only the keynote. So if you're interested in you know, want to do a little deep dive and get completely lost when they talk to the developers. Uh, you can do that. Um, but of course, heavy rumors. Now, this isn't the September event. More than likely, uh, the only rumor I've seen is maybe a new iMac. So if you're someone who uses an iMac for, um, you know, photo editing or something like that, that may be something of interest where it sounds like the borders are going to go away just like the phones. Um, and it's going to be, it's, if you've seen the, or pictures of the, um, the Mac pro, um, monitor, the ridiculously priced Mac pro, I shouldn't say that, but the the XDR display, the XDR display, it's going to, that's, that's how it's going to, it's going to take its cue from that. Wait, how much was that sucker when they first announced it? Was it ten thousand dollars? The display? Yeah, yeah. I want to say it's. Yeah, I think it was five thousand. No, yeah, it was five thousand dollars. But the ridiculous thing was the stand was a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to make. I want to make stands. I'll, I'll make mm-hmm. stands. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that. But I mean, in terms of, of course, phones they won't introduce until September, but you can see kind of what's coming ahead because they have to write, start writing the code for it. So for the developers, they have to kind of, you'll see hints, you know, every year they kind of give hints on what they're doing. So the biggest change I think will be the rumors I'm seeing is a, the, there's going to be four new phones this year in the fall. So we already had the, the new version of the SE come out, right? The quote unquote small one at 4.7 inch. With the one camera. Yep. So we're going to have a four, 5.4, a 6.1 inch iPhone 12 with two cameras, which probably the, the ultra wide and wide. And the Pro, which starts at 6.1 and goes to 6.7 inches. And for those of us who have been around long enough, remember laughing at Android people who had five inch phones because mm-hmm. who would want a phone that large? Yeah. <laughs> um, and those hell have the they'll have the, the three cameras like the current pro does, plus a LIDAR sensor. So if we start hearing a lot about augmented reality, which if I know if they talked about a lot already, if they hear a lot more about that. 
that's something to really clue off that they're going to push it or something where they'll say, well, we'll have additional sensors that we can even give you even better depth, you know, uh, data. Now, hopefully the LIDAR will help with depth data for like the room. You probably won't help with portraits or individuals that you're using the rear focus for because there's not enough, at least the current one that's on the iPad Pro, that's not dense enough to get a really nice crisp image to it. But if you ever had like, oh yeah, it'd be nice if I could somehow, when you're doing a, pic, a picture in a portrait mode and you have a person, you have the room around it or an area around it, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to get the depth of the person. The LiDAR will help for that. So explain to everybody what the LiDAR is. Sure. Basically, LiDAR is a version of radar, if you will, um, except it uses light instead of radio waves. Basically, to bounce, it bounces. It's kind of like the front-facing sensor, but it actually bounces something. It bounces um, infrared light out, comes back, so it can tell the depth of everything. Right. So for um, focusing... So Right for focus, it, it, right, a lot of the can't a lot of quote, unquote, regular cameras have had lidar like or you know sensors for a while, infrared at least infrared sensors for a while for helping with focusing. So this is it's going to kind of splay out uh, an entire mesh over an area. So I'm thinking they're going to tout that for like I said augmented reality. They're going to tout it, and I think maybe and this is kind of hope on my part. Um, they're going to tout it for improved placement for portrait photos. And using that, maybe, because I know third parties are already starting with portrait video. So maybe they'll include that for the high-end cameras. Yeah, I have the Focus Live, which is yeah. from the guys that did Focus. Mm -hmm. um, I've got the beta. Yeah. Because I can imagine trying for them trying to do it, they're doing what I saw with the beta. It was good, but it's someone from the outside going. And we know the strength for for Apple is, oh, we have our engineers here that work with the camera, and the engineers here that work on the operating system, and the other ones who work with the image processor, and they all talk to each other. So therefore, we can do better than someone who's trying to patch, patch something together from the outside. So. Now, again, with WWD, that's the biggest thing photography-wise in my mind is, well, I'm expecting improved um, dark just because that's the one thing you can always improve. You know, Make it uh, darker? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just, just better, you know, no, 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 I walked into that. Uh, but, you know, better handling of dark situations. Yeah. Um, and just because right now the, you know, and it's, it's, it's not only the lens because they don't make, of course they don't make the lens. They buy the lens from someone else. So I think Sony makes the, um, maybe not the lens, but they make the actual image, but it's the combination of the lens and the image processor and the CPU and GPU working together with the software. So. If you, like I said, sometimes it's kind of, it's kind of neat. This is kind of the quote fun part, if you will, saying, okay, see what you're saying, but what are you really saying? Now, admittedly, you know, we don't have the fun of, well, here's the invite. Oh, 
there's five callers here. That means they're going to announce who knows what. So no invite, not even a virtual invite this year, but you know, d- just something to think about in terms of, it, to me, it, yeah, it's, it's almost like looking at the new models of cars or ta- someone talking about what they're going to put into a new model of car. If you're into cars, it's like, Oh, that looks really neat. I may not get it, but it looks really neat. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I'll have to say this, uh, you know, Dave, take one for the team and, uh, you know, watch it for us and then come back with all the good stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but by, by coincidence, I didn't do this on purpose. By coincidence, I'm taking off on Monday. Ah, nice. So I will actually will be off and probably sitting down watching the whole hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, uh, yeah. So real quick. So like, um, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot in the way of like iOS 14 rumors as it really pertains to photography. You know, it's not like, um, you know, several years ago when we were, you know, looking for, are we going to get manual focusing and, you know, stuff like that, that was, uh, um, well, I guess that was both hardware and software related, but, you know, we're always looking for all those little tidbits of information. One thing that I saw on MacRumors.com um, that was kind of photo related was um, that they may possibly have the shot on iPhone um, like photo challenges, like integrated into the photos app. Interesting. Um, they say that Apple may be planning to integrate shot on iPhone photo challenges into the photos app, allowing all iPhone owners to submit their photo results and see the challenge results in the app. Wow. I think that's awesome because um, I know, you know, Apple kind of regularly does the whole shot on iPhone thing and, you know, they have contests and stuff. Um, I never think to go and check that out. But I mean, I, I would love to have a photo picked by them, you know, and be able to brag that, you know, I was, you know, I had an image that was yeah. part of the shot on iPhone campaign. So if they, you know, make that easier, I mean, I'm in the photos app every single day. So if it's front and center, I'm more likely to participate and um, that would be really cool. Yeah. I think it would be more effective than just hashtagging everything shot on iPhone. Oh, gosh. Imagine having to go through all those photos. Uh, You know, uh. (laughs) (laughs) you need like a team of, you know, like three or four teams of 100 and just, uh, all right, you guys start here, you guys start there, and let's start cultivating. It's like, and then you nail it down. That's just one day. Right. How many many people, I mean, how many photos do they choose? So, I mean, I, I I don't know how many photos get tagged with shot on iPhone, but I could kind of imagine what they go through. I mean, we do this every every two weeks, going through the tiny shutter hashtag, you know. Um, so I would imagine it's similar. Yeah, millions and millions and millions. Well, we don't have millions. We get thousands, but, you know, that's different. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, and I'm sure that they have, 
software or something to help them narrow things down. Sure. Oh, yeah. Algorithms. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Hey, Bob, <laughs> uh, take a look at those photos. Pick, pick a few. All right. All right. Sure thing. According boss. to Instagram, and this is just Instagram, there's 14.1 million posts with the hashtag shot, shot on iPhone. Yeah. Jeez. I bet you like 10 of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, cool. Maybe well, 20. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, keep us posted. And uh, oh, hopefully yeah. next time we have something to report. Oh, All right. So, Greg, uh, we've decided to uh, talk about some of your interviews with the IPCG, ABCD, EFG <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, the AIPC. The AIPC. The, yeah, the Artful Life Photography Community. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I've been a little. Uh, I guess you could say slack on, on doing those lately. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, just the COVID-19 getting to everybody. Uh, I haven't had a lot of people asking to go on or, or I haven't really asked a lot of people really either, but um, with the things that have been happening, especially in the U S lately, I wanted to address the, um, the issue of black lives matter. And so I asked a fellow in New York State uh, from Rochester, Warren McInnes, to um, I asked him if he would be willing to go on. And I mean, yeah, we we talked about photography, but I asked him if he would be willing to talk about how that whole thing is affecting him and and what his viewpoints were on it uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to learn more about it myself. And, uh, two, I wanted him to, I wanted, I wanted to give him a platform to get his voice out there and be heard. Um, and, and just to, just to generate some conversation about it, because I think that's an important thing that everybody needs to do. Um, so we went on there and, and it's about an hour and a half, uh, podcast, definitely the longest one I've ever done. And, uh, the first half was dedicated to the uh, conversation and, and um, it, it was really, really good. Uh, I'm so glad I did it um, because uh, he and his daughter, they attended a protest and um, I don't want to give too much away because it's all on the show. But uh, one thing that he notices noticed about that is that there were people of all races there or, or all ethnic backgrounds and um, uh, he was really pleased to see that there was so much community uh, in the protest and it was a peaceful protest. He was concerned. He was concerned right. for his safety and his daughter's safety. Yeah. And, um, but he said everything went pretty good. And, uh, um, you know, I, I just think, I just think everybody needs to talk about it. I mean, we talked about equality. We talked about a whole bunch of different things. And, um, uh, I, I give my viewpoints on a lot of it and, um, which I thought, you know, was a pretty positive viewpoint. I'll say that I'm not, 
uh, I mean, if you, if you, if you listen to it, you're going to learn a lot about me too. So, um, me too, not the me too movement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's all, you know, I'm sure that that could be all part of it as well. But, uh, you know, I, I just think it was really important to have that discussion with him. And I'm so glad, he, I mean, it took him a few days to think about it before he right. agreed to go on right. and rightfully so. I mean, uh, I respect him for that. Um, but I, I really respect him for the fact that he went on and, and, opened up his mind and his heart and uh, um, gave his side of the story. And I think if like the more people that listen to it, I think the better off they will be for doing just that. Um, And he's talking to his kids about it, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is important too, because it's better they hear it from him and his wife than they do who from whoever else. Right. I mean, they should hear it from their parents and, and, I think him and his wife are doing the right thing by talking to the kids about it. Um, so the, you know, that was almost right to the halfway point of the, of the podcast that conversation took. And then the second half um, was all about the photography. And uh, I found out that he's a big tiny shutter fan. Yeah. So there's, there's some good stuff in there about tiny shutter and uh, um uh, he's a bit of a Matt Hoffman fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I heard that and, uh, you know, that, that made, made my day for sure. <laughs> yeah. I had no I, idea. Well, he, I think, War, I, I think he's been like following us for a very long time. Um, because about we've about as long as I have, I think. Yes, yeah, like, five he, years. I think he started listening to the show when I started listening to the show, right about that time. Yeah, yeah. So, because I, I know he, uh, I see his stuff all the time. Uh, and you know, he, he was probably, you know, I wouldn't say the first, but you know, he, he was one that was always, you know, kind of, you know, um, sort of following us and you know we we always try to follow people uh you know i i think i've been a little slack on that but you know i i've seen his stuff a lot and so he i I know it's that that's a name that we know uh because we've seen it in the hashtag tiny shutter and a lot of stuff throughout the years yeah and he was post pick a few months ago he had that nice scene of a i think it was a possibly a river it was in the winter and the, the snow covered trees and that it was a really oh, nice image. Yeah. Um, but uh, a few, what was it? I guess uh, back in the fall, I would say probably November. Of course. Okay. He lives in Rochester, which is on the South uh, shore of Lake Erie, right? Is it Lake Erie or Lake Ontario? I don't know. Uh, I'm where I'm bad. I want to say Erie. I want to say Erie. But anyway, it's, it's upstate New York. So, um, <laughs> excuse me he went on instagram live and i just got a notification oh warren mckinnis is on it we just went live on instagram so i tapped it and i was checking out see what he's doing he's all bundled up in a in a warm winter coat and he's carrying his camera on a tripod he has a sony um dslr and, and a canon but he was using the sony at this time and so and then he was recording everything with his phone and it was windy and cold and it was probably, I'll bet you it was below zero. Well, Celsius anyway, I'll bet you it was in the, the teens Fahrenheit or maybe the twenties. 
it, it was cold and windy and he was down on the shoreline walking along a dock and he was going to try to get some pictures of waves and stuff. So I went on there uh, to see, you know, what he was doing. And he was talking about this and go, oh, he's not noticed I was on there. So he basically started talking to me about it. I couldn't respond, but I mean, <laughs> so I thought that was really cool that we kind of reminisced about that for a second, but, uh, um, but yeah, he's, he's a pretty good photographer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was a fun interview. So yeah. I, um, when did you post that one? A couple of days ago? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I still need to listen to it. I've got a queue of podcasts that I have to listen to and, uh, episodes. And so, uh, that's definitely going to be on my list, uh, probably tomorrow. And yeah, uh, like I say, it's an hour and a half though. So yeah. <laughs> bear with it. Hey, if <laughs> I can listen to three hour time. ones, an hour and a half is fine. So, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very cool. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad uh, you did that. Yeah, I was. I had Dave lined up. He's the the last one of the tiny shutter guys I want. I've got to do, um, but uh, I wanted to get this one out. Um, yeah. And I appreciate you for understanding that, Dave. Oh yeah, um, no, no. But because I mean, of the timing, there, right? There, I wanted, to, I wanted to get this out. Bigger issues. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get it out when when the timing was right. still relevant and everything else. So, but but we're gonna we're gonna get ours done here right shortly too. And and by the way, my I to correct myself because I hate being wrong, and especially when it's easy to find out. Yes, Rochester is on Lake Ontario. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was in I was in the city once. Um oh, yeah. the thirty plus years ago. Um when I was a senior in high school and went up in October. Now Pittsburgh's we're not tropical down here. Okay. We're not South <laughs> Carolina. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, but going from October where it's kind of oh nice to Rochester where it's like cold. It's already like normal December weather for us in October. And it was not relate. a cold snap. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was not a cold snap. But you have that and lake wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um ooh. Well, cool. All right. Well, good. Uh, I'm going to, I look forward to uh, listening to that episode. And if you guys are not following uh, what Greg's doing, I highly recommend that you go check it out on the podcast app and download those episodes, listen to the interviews because uh, there's some, there's some, uh, some good interviews and I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, others that you're going to be doing in the future i think it's i think you're doing an awesome job with that oh thank you so all right it's at artfulipc.com by the way too yes artfulipc.com and we'll have we'll have all that in the show notes all right let's go ahead and move on to our post pick of the week All right, and Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce our post pick of the week? All right, um, actually, uh, maybe Greg or somebody else it, wants to do it since they picked it. Oh, I thought you oh, picked yeah. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right, Greg. You picked it, didn't you? 
I, I did, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, Matt didn't say he didn't like it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cool picture. Yeah. All right, Greg, yeah, take it so, away. Yeah, so this is a, a picture by um, a guy named Brad Darvis. Um, he's B Darvis underscore photog, I believe, on Instagram. Uh, it's a cicada bug. Um, at first, I thought it was here. Let me let me uh, hold on. Let me correct it. It's B Darvis Designs on Instagram. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't see the uh, yeah Instagram page, but I was reading the, the uh, um, watermark on the image. So anyway, uh, I, I thought at first it might have been something from Ithalush, who yeah. is. I mean, we all know and love her images, uh, her macro images. And I just, I, I'd almost, it's almost to the point where we assume if we see a good macro on there, it's hers. But this is not hers. This is uh, Brad Darvis. And it's a, I looked at his account after seeing this and his stuff is really good too. Um, but this one here just caught my eye because of the nice colors in it. Uh, a really dark background. It looks like it's sitting on, I don't know what it is, but it's sitting on something because it's a macro. It's hard to tell what it's on, but uh, it looks like it's maybe round or cylindrical in shape. Looks man-made. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but it looks anyway, like, um, it looks like some sort of tire. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks oh, like a tire. It looks yes. like, it looks yes. like a, um, okay. Yeah. Those yeah. beads are, yeah. 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 Those little mm-hmm. nubbins. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, most likely what it is. Um, but anyway, it's uh, uh, the, the color of it. It's got a nice yellowish um, green color to it. And the, the detail is excellent in the, uh, the body and the head and, and with the eyes and everything else. And it looks like he maybe used a flash on it. But uh, I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, it just really caught my eye. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it really it is striking, and like I said, the the amount of detail that people get with their iPhones for macro. I mean, looking at the head of the insect, and you can see the, you know, the the, the zebra like stripes around the mouth, and just being able to pick up everything. It's like I said, and then the colors just really just pops out at you. Yeah. Your thoughts, Matt? Um, yeah, I wish this was my picture. <laughs> uh, so, so like, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago, I got a picture of a cicada out in my yard that turned out to be a really cool picture. Um, it ended up even winning a, I think, first prize in, in a photo local photo contest. This one blows mine away oh um it's just the the uh vignette around it just really makes that cicada just like pop um out of the image and the colors on it that green yellow color is just so cool looking um and then like dave said you know the detail you know there's there's so much detail um and everything is crisp and sharp and you know, there's a little bit of um, uh, bokeh, you know, fall off on it, which 
um, is appealing as well. Um, just a very, very cool picture. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like the depth of field. I love the color. And, you know, it's got the face only a mother can love. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, they're they're interesting bugs, but I I do uh, enjoy when uh, people are able to get up close and 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 get some good images of 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 bugs stuff like that so it's a it's an awesome image so congratulations brad you are our post pick of the week winner if you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week you have a couple choices you can go on to instagram like brad did and use the hashtag tiny shutter or you can go and look for our weekly photo challenge, which is on Facebook, and uh, look for our pin post. And this uh, this uh, session is cars in motion, and I've seen some pretty good ones, and um, especially uh, there was one of a Jeep, I think that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know whose that would be. Yeah. Say, sucking up to the host, sucking yeah, up to the host. That's yeah. one way of getting it's, it. It's not Greg. It's not Joe's. It's not mine. Oh, it isn't. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, no, actually, um, you know, there's, you have many different ways of going, but I love post pick of the week because we get to showcase what our, listeners are doing and participating with and you know the the things that they're doing is pretty awesome and so that's the one thing i love about this show is that we get to uh not only showcase them but use their images as album art and um you know and they get you know they they love it and and we we enjoy it so it's it's pretty cool so, all right. Well, uh, is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Because I think we might have ourselves a show. Sounds pretty oh. good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Greg. Okay, you can find me uh, all my all my online uh, links to, uh, at about.me slash Macmillan. Awesome. Uh, Dave. Sure. You can find me uh, mostly the photography things on Instagram as prof pod and Twitter, some photography, some just general rants and yelling and pulling what little hair I have, what little gray hair I have left out of my head on Twitter as prof pod. We're going to have in the, uh, and in the Facebook group is Dave Podner. Yeah. We're going to have to set up a fund for, uh, uh, anti, uh, blood pressure pills for Dave. If, Mm -hmm. uh, if things don't settle down soon. (laughs) All right, Matt, where can they find you? I keep intending to make a list so that I don't keep forgetting every week, but I still, I keep forgetting to make the list. So not only am I forgetting where I could be found, but I also keep forgetting to make a list. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Flickr, the Artful Eye Phonography Community, Day Flash. There's probably one more. In any case, all those places I just said at M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. 
You can also find links to our show notes, to our Facebook group, our YouTube channel, and other things by going to tinyshutter.com. And uh, so, all right, we, uh, yeah, there was, there's one thing I was going to mention, but I forgot. So disregard There's one thing I wanted to mention oh, yeah, real go quick ahead. Uh, that I just remember now when, when Matt mentioned Day Flash. Um, I've become a Day Flash ambassador. And uh, uh, so the ambassadorship, like the ambassador program just started there not too long ago and their traffic went up something like 43% in the first wow. few days or something like that. So, um, yeah, g- give it, give it a look. Uh, I mean, it, it's when you compare day flash to Instagram, sure. Instagram has the people in the traffic, but day flash has the user experience, which is full screen images and things like that. So, um, yeah, give it a look. Um, so yeah, if you're going to talk about day flash and I am too, um, a little bit of, Self-promotion, self-congratulations here, but I had a photo featured by Dayflash uh, on Dayflash, obviously, uh, this past week, a couple days ago, I guess. So I, I just thought that was pretty cool, um, you know, just to have the, the actual platform, you know, uh, feature one of my pictures. Nice. Did it really get you a lot of traffic on it on that one? Like a lot of views uh, and stuff? More than... Yeah, much more than you know my own my own stuff. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. All right, well, gentlemen, I think we're done. So good job. Thank you for being here, and uh, I look forward to seeing what uh, what the future holds. So uh, why don't you guys say good night to everybody? Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Bye bye. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, (laughs) flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir.